Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There is a story you can check out at our website, WCCRadio.com. Headline, Deshaun Watson has two teams on his radar as potential trade destinations. And one of those is Minnesota. So you have a new general manager, new head coach introduced today in Kevin O'Connell. And for me, you you read those reports, and why would you want to go there? Why would you want to go there and bring into a brand-new situation with a new general manager and a new head coach and a team – Remains to be seen if it's going to be a rebuild, a retool, a tweak, what exactly they're going to do. We have no idea. They're certainly not going to tip their hand at this early stage on what their approach is going to be for the 2022 season. I just can't see it being a fit. I I just don't know, with, with all the baggage around Deshaun Watson, why you'd want to bring that in. I, I, I don't see it. Now, there are other teams that maybe are more established, more willing to take a chance. I just don't see it being a fit here. Producer Chris Tubbs, uh, a mainstay on Sports to the Max. Uh, Chris, how do you feel about that particular rumor? Conditionally, and this is a this is a big condition, if you can get all of the sexual assault cases, like you got to get all of that cleared up, right? No matter what happens. At first, well, it's got to be exonerated. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And the weird thing is, that, like, I lived in Houston and I followed Deshaun Watson. And when I heard all of these, it was like, it seemed so out of character for him. At first, I thought it was just a money grab because Deshaun Watson was pristine in Houston. Like, I mean, you, you could not find anybody that would say a bad word about him. Then it's like one, and then it's two, and then it's three. And you're thinking, well, is this some sort of, of collaboration by these women? And then you start to hear more, and it's it starts to become okay. Well, maybe this you know where there's smoke, there's fire. Here's what I say to all of this: at the end of the day, he gets exonerated if he does. I don't see any reason why the Vikings don't at least kick the tires. Now there was uh, Josina Anderson later on today came out and refuted that ESPN report, saying that she talked to. Uh, um, Deshaun Watson agent and they hadn't had any of these discussions so I I don't know if it was said in just I have no idea but if you're going to look at a guy like Deshaun Watson let's just take a look at him for a minute he's 26 years old so he's seven years younger than Kirk Cousins and a pro bowl caliber when he's healthy he's a top five quarterback in the NFL I really believe that athletically he may be on the same level as Patrick Mahomes in terms of physical ability. 
I'm not saying he's the same type of quarterback. Sure. But I'm saying physically and athletically, he is every bit the quarterback that you would want. And I know that the, you know, the, the contract right now, I'm looking at his contract right now, the cap hit for 2022 for the Texans is $40 million. It's, you know, 35 on the books, a dead cap of 51. I guess at the end of the day, here's what I'm saying. If you kick the tires on it, the Texans at this point would be selling extremely low. Lovey Smith, they want a clean house. Like, they want to just, they need to get the stank of Bill O'Brien off of that franchise. They tried it last year, and it didn't work. They need to completely rid themselves of him. And if you're the Vikings and everything cleared up, then why not take a shot? And I know it's a big risk. You took a risk with Chris Carter and all the issues from Philadelphia, and I know that was free agent. Um, Jared Allen, you traded for him when he was one step away from a suspension with the DUI issues in Kansas City. I understand that. But if you have a chance to do it, do it. But if you don't do it, that's okay as long as you try and attack the long-term quarterback issue via the draft. Yeah, and, and I, I would argue that alcohol problems or the other things that were going on with Chris Carter are, are different than what Deshaun Watson is accused of. And, and I think that that's where it becomes a problem. And the, there's so many accusations and, and so many issues. He didn't play last year. And the, there, there's a reason that he's still available. And I don't know if he is in a position based on what we know at this point in time to dictate. Well, I, I would be interested in going to Miami. Well, he's he's got to know he's got he's got to know he's got to know trade though. I mean, no, so, but, so what I, but, but what I'm saying is is whether these reports are true or not, I don't know if he's in a position based on what he's dealing with down there mm-hmm. in Houston of. Can can he dictate where he wants to go? I, it, it screams that this this guy isn't going to play again in twenty two. That I I don't think he's going to play this season. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think the NFL is in any hurry to to try and figure out you know whether or not he's guilty. They, they need to do their due diligence. I I absolutely agree with that. And, and, and yeah, and, 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 and there again, are lawsuits and a criminal investigation by Houston police. Absolutely, and those remain uns, uh, yes. un, you know un unresolved so if you're at that moment here at the end of february we're coming up rapidly on free agency um i i just don't know how anyone makes this leap now no nobody you you you, you can't make an investment on somebody like that until you absolutely know whether or not they're exonerated if if you cannot give up any significant draft capital for somebody that may or may not ever play for you and in that respect I feel bad for the Texans, but at the same time, I mean, they they are in a no-win situation. You hold on to this guy, you never play him, you trade him, you get pennies on the dollar. It's it's a really hard position for the Houston Texans to be in. Well, well, let's let's boil it down to say, say he's exonerated, mm-hmm. and all of this is cleared up somehow magically in the next two weeks, and it won't. But you make a good point about his age, but I still think for this regime, are you still taking that on? 
you know, the, this new leadership group mm-hmm. out at TCO Performance Center, are, are you going to take on that potential controversy? Even if some way, shape, or form it's cleared up, it just seems to me something they don't need. Even though, he, as you pointed out, the uber-talented, still tremendous upside, and, and could be the kind of quarterback that wins a Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's it is a PR nightmare, no question. Yeah. It 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 definitely is, and I mean, I understand it from that point. I, I'm, you know, on the other side of it, I'm trying to look at it from the football side, saying if you really want to try and invest in a young player, there's a there there's a huge, uh, a huge boulder, a huge obstacle that you have to overcome to even possibly get this on, on the radar. Now, for me personally, Steve, I am not. I would not be opposed to kicking the tires if he's exonerated and everything's cleared up, but I would much rather be in a position where you draft a guy like Malik Willis from Liberty. I, I am on the, the the Willis bandwagon at this point. I am like, go out and get this guy because you got a new quarterback, uh, a, a new head coach, a new GM. You need to identify. You need to find your guy, and you need to you need to grab. You know, somebody that can really lead this franchise. You, you've seen him, and, and I've seen him, and I'm just, I'm super impressed with him. And, and I think the upside is there. And this is a perfect situation that if, for whatever reason, if you can't move on from Kirk Cousins, guess what? What's wrong with Kirk Cousins being that quote-unquote bridge quarterback if you draft somebody like a Malik Willis? If, if you feel like Kellen Mond isn't your guy, then, you know, go out and get him. Have your bridge quarterback. If you can't trade him... Eat the $45 million and say adios next year. Well, and Kellen Mond is a good one, and I know we want to get back to Kirk Cousins, but Mike Zimmer wasn't sold on Kellen Mond. That's for sure. And the question is, is he's going to get another shot with with Kevin O'Connell? Are they going to say, okay, um, we're going to give this guy a fresh look. Yes. We're going to get him into mini camps and OTAs. Yeah, I, I hate throwing the baby out with the bathwater, Steve. I, I, I hate that. If if Kellen Mond does not at least get a shot, then you've just wasted a third-round pick. Oh, there, there's no doubt he's going to get a shot. I mean, he is under contract. He's going to come in. He's going to spend time in the building, and, and they're going to give him a real good look. It is way too early to tell. If Mike Zimmer wasn't, I mean, Mike Zimmer was hard on kickers. Um, Daniel Carlson's doing pretty well for the Las Vegas Raiders. Last time I checked, they re-upped him. Uh, Daniel Carlson's one of the elite kickers in the NFL. Oh, no question. Yeah, and Daniel Carlson was one of those just really rash reactions where, I don't think Mike Zimmer – I don't think the people skills were there. Let me say that. I, I don't think the people skills were there like they are for Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, so that, that brings me back around. So, so Mon's going to get a shot. Is mm-hmm. he the quarterback of the future? Doesn't look like it. Yeah, how much of but, a shot does he get with this regime? I mean, that's, yeah, that's a I, really good question, Steve. So then, then you get back to the gigantic thing on the day Kevin O'Connell meets the media and is introduced as the Vikings' next head coach. What about Kirk Cousins? And we are going to do a deeper dive into that. Chris and I have very similar feelings on what you do with Kirk Cousins. And we'll get into all of that. And by the way, if if you have a thought on now we got 
the general manager and the coach, what should they do about Kirk Cousins? I'd love to see a text or get a call at 651-461-9226. What do you do? Do you trade him? Highest bidder gets Kirk Cousins. Do you extend him, kick the can down the road, try and soften the cap hit, and, and Kirk's your guy, or keep him for one year and then you're free to do whatever ahead of the 2023 season. We will get into all of those options and would love to hear from you at 651-461-9226. It is Sports to the Max. Steve in for Mike. Chris Tubbs is here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. There was a Deshaun Watson rumor. Uh, he's got big issues ahead of him legally. Um I think it's a deal breaker. I don't think I don't think you can touch him. Um, but if he is exonerated, Chris Tubbs said eh, maybe. What is Skip? Any done? Anything? Skip, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Steve. Um, I think the Vikings should stay with Cousins. He's a proven commodity. Draft uh, this offensive. I think the, the left end that they got from Boise State that never. Never showed up or got hurt. I, I know we never saw him, but uh, and then we've got an offensive uh, coordinator who's going to be our head, who is our head coach. So I think I like I, I'm I'm excited as a Vikings fan for the first time in many years. Zim Zim had to go. He should have been gone a couple of years ago. And I thought uh, that move on Carlson you brought it up was the dumbest move in the history of the Vikings in the last five or six, seven, ten years. That <clears throat> Carlson's going to be a kicker for another 15 years, and we, we gave a number one pickup for him, and I think he was a seventh round, and we cut him because he had a bad game in Green Bay. I just, but yeah, I, like, he, I, like the, I like the Vikings uh, this year. I, I like the excitement for next season, I should say. Yeah, there, there, there's no doubt. New general manager, new coach, new direction. There, there's a lot of excitement. And Kirk Cousins is a big decision. And if they move on, there, there's other options. Bridge quarterbacks, we, we brought up Deshaun Watson. There, there are other options. But, but really the big one is, what do you do with Kirk Cousins? And number one, uh, Gwaze, Adolfo Mensa, and Kevin O'Connell aren't going to say a bad word about Kirk Cousins because that would limit their options. That they they want everyone to believe he's their guy. They're going to try and work out a deal because they want to gauge interest. You'd be silly not to listen uh, to see what interest is out there. Of course. And none of us are privy to that. But the plan is, is that they are going to keep him for one year, which I prefer at the current cap hit, kind of bite the bullet, see what you can do, what you can field in 22, and then you're 100% free to move in another direction. Or if they're sold on Kirk Cousins, that he is their guy that will make good on what Ziggy and Mark Wilf want to do, and that is win a Super Bowl, is Kirk Cousins your guy? You can't have it both ways. Either he's your guy or you move on one way or another. And the question is, do you trade now or do you draft a quarterback and keep Cousins for one more season? You know, those are the scenarios in play. 
And, and Chris, I think you and I are, are kind of on the same page on this. A- at the moment, you know, are you going to really be able to win in 22 with, with the group and any drafts and any moves you can make with the cap concerns, or do you just kind of bite the bullet and Kirk's our guy and we're going to let it play out? Yeah, I mean, everybody's talking about this bridge quarterback. Draft a quarterback and you need a bridge quarterback. Here's You don't want to trade Cousins just to trade him because you've got to find a suitor within the next few weeks. Otherwise, guess what? That money becomes guaranteed. So if you can't find it and you really feel like you can draft, and I know this is not a strong quarterback class, but if you can trade Kirk Cousins for draft capital, great. Acquire some draft capital, then look at the market. You know, free agent market. You got Bridgewater. Well, maybe a Ryan Fitzpatrick or you know Jameis Winston, Tyrod Taylor, Marcus Mariota. You know, there are guys like that that could be out there that could be that bridge quarterback. But if you can't, why not go with Kirk Cousins for one year and have him be that bridge guy? I don't see any reason why not. The, the worst thing for me, Steve. And this is what they did to create minimal salary cap space, by the way, for Dalvin Cook and for Harrison Smith, who I believe is going to have to be restructured again, or he could be a casual cap uh, casualty, a salary cap casualty, if I can spit that out. Do not extend Kirk Cousins to restructure. You're just going to kick the can down the road because eventually you're going to have to pay that bill. You can't keep putting your bill in deferment and not want to pay it. Pretty soon, you're going to run out of deferments, and you're going to have to figure out what you're going to have to do. The worst thing the Vikings can do is restructure and extend. You, you either trade him or you let this be the last year on the field. I don't see any scenario in which you can roll in the future with Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. He's Statistically, yeah. he's great, but history has shown that he is not a guy that can win you a championship. you got to swing for the fences. And I believe that you have to swing for the fences by taking a shot on a young quarterback. Well, and you made a move on the general manager, Rick Spielman. You made a move on the head coach and Mike Zimmer. Make a move on the quarterback. That staff is leaving down. I I think in some ways it's a three-legged stool. When they brought in Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman, I said it on these airways at the time. You know, they're they're laying their future on the line that Kirk Cousins is going to be able to get it done. Yes. Now, it isn't Kirk's problem that they never really fixed the offensive line. That's not on him. But they've had some pretty good weapons around him, and they still haven't been able to overcome. And they've had defensive injuries and all of that. Daniel Hunter being injured the last two seasons certainly didn't help. That's not Kirk's fault. But I, I agree on this. If you're going to move in a new direction, move in a new direction. And you've already gotten rid of Spielman. You've already gotten rid of Zimmer. And why not just complete it and and move on from Kirk Cousins? Because there are already plenty of teams identified that would be suitors that are ready. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers need a quarterback. They, they have a lot of talent down there in Tampa. Yeah. They're, they're a year removed from winning the Super Bowl with Tom Brady, of course. But... There are a lot of teams that would say, yeah, Kirk Cousins gives us a chance to to not only get to the playoffs, but maybe win a Super Bowl. The, the Steelers, the Broncos, you mentioned the the, uh, the Buccaneers. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are, there are teams out there, absolutely. 
And, and I don't think Kirk Cousins, I mean, yes, he's a great passer. He's a great. And he's been durable. He's a great thrower of the football. He's and been he's durable. he's been durable. But I don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's got, watching him, Steve, he gets a little skittish to try and really force yeah. the ball at times. Like, there are times you have to make a throw, and he's too easily to give up on a play and throw the ball, check down. I mean, how many times was, ah, ha, ha, fullback, check down, C.J. Ham. C.J. Ham's got more receptions than Justin Jefferson. Tyler Conklin's got more receptions than Justin Jefferson. That shouldn't happen when you've got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Like, to me, I don't see that aggressiveness in, in the guy that is going to go out there and want to win you the game. It doesn't mean he's not a good passer and he can't put up stats. It's just when he's got to make, he made that, like, the one throw, in the playoffs a couple of years ago to uh, to Adam Thielen. That got them in New Orleans. That got them down to the five. And then the touchdown to Kyle Rudolph. Two best throws that I've ever seen Kirk Cousins make under pressure. Like, and But outside of that, I just don't see where he's that guy that you can say, Kirk, go out and win us this game. I don't think he's that guy. I haven't seen it. Yeah, and I think, and this has been speculated The big decision is coming up fast, and that is, what do you do about Kirk Cousins? In my opinion, and Chris, you and I are in total agreement, the worst decision is locking him in long-term and extending his contract. Um, I don't think that plays well with the fans. I really don't. I I think you would erode a lot of the hope and goodwill if you come out and announce, Kirk's our guy. I'm just not so sure because Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer made that decision. So you're deciding to go forward with their guy. I it it doesn't work. Yeah, and, and fans, I think fans, Steve, fans are going to be okay with a rebuild. Fans are okay with a, a, a four and God, how many games at seventeen? Four seventeen minus four thirteen thirteen four and thirteen or five and twelve or whatever it is. I think fans are going to be okay if you feel like there's a plan in place. And you need to you need to hit the reset button. You can't hit the reset button complete if you still got Kirk Cousins in the in the fold. All right, we have more coming up on the big sports story of the day. The new head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Kevin O'Connell. We'll have a couple more cuts. Um, we'll we'll talk more about Kirk Cousins, uh, and and we'll hear from the new head coach, and he has a comment about. Kirk Cousins from earlier today. And then beyond that, the fact that he steps into this role and that we all know Sean McVay is the guy running the show there and he was an assistant to him. You know, can can he step out in front and be his own guy? We'll find out. And we'll get into all of that in a moment. We'll talk a little Golden Gopher hoops before the end of the hour. Following the news at 8, Senator Roger Chamberlain, about sports gambling and a sports gambling bill in the legislature. What chance does it have to become law? Uh, We'll get into the Timberwolves at the break, All-Star Weekend, and then Ron Syrak will talk golf. What about this uh, Super League uh, funded by the Saudis? Uh, We'll get into that with Ron and, of course, the PGA Tour at Riviera in L.A. this week. It is 733 here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Kevin O'Connell, 10th coach in Viking history, met the media today out at TUCO Performance Center. The new general manager, Quasi Adolfo Mensa, uh, the owners, Ziggy and Mark Wolf, were there. 
and and we'll hear more from the coach momentarily. But uh, I, th- I think there's a little bit of concern anytime you hire a coordinator is uh, coming out of a program. And here here you go, uh, the LA Rams win the Super Bowl. Um, how much of it was the head coach? How much of it was Sean McVay, and how much of it is is Kevin O'Connell? Mm-hmm. And you, you never know. You, you never know, ultimately. And I, I'll tell a quick story here. Uh, one of the hot names for a, a number of years has been the assistant coach in in Kansas City. And and his name slips my mind. Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a brief senior moment. Eric Bieniemy has been a hot name the last couple of years. And then you hear, well, a lot of this is Andy Reid. Well, why doesn't that apply to Kevin O'Connell? I'm not trying to be negative, mm-hmm. but but in reality, you never really know. Um, yeah. You know, when when it comes to Eric Bieniemy, now I've also heard this speculated that Bieniemy is staying put because he's been promised the keys to the Ferrari when Andy Reid steps down. So. You know, believe what you want. I wouldn't go car shopping if I know that there's a Ferrari waiting for me. Well, yeah, and and you get to coach Patrick Mahomes. I, that, mm-hmm. That's a pretty good gig. Yeah. Um, but in this situation, you know, there's that part of it, and not every hot shot coordinator steps out of the shadow and into the spotlight and becomes a head coach and is a one hundred percent success. Now, meeting the media today. Um, Obviously, the Wilps liked him. They gave the keys to, um, I wouldn't call it a Ferrari, um, but... Well, we're more yeah. like a Volvo, right? I mean... No. No, I, we're not a Volvo? I, I would say... Uh, I mean, are we like a, are we a Beamer? I mean, are we a, I mean, are we a, are we like a Chevy Tahoe? I mean, what are I, we? Are I, we an I SUV? Say, I, I would say an aging Tahoe. An aging Tahoe. At, at the moment. Yeah. We're not even a van. We're not even a mom van. We're not even a caravan. There's nothing wrong with an aging Tahoe. Let me tell you. Or an aging Silverado or an aging Uh, one. Might as well just say we're a 2004 Kia Spectra with a bad transmission and get it. No, 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 not not like that. That, that, that's, that's the lions. That's the Jaguar. That's true. But but my point being is we, we don't really know about that. Mm -hmm. You know, stepping out of the shadow, running your own program. Now, the good news is defensive coaches offensive coaches have been announced that has been speculated and and there's veterans i mean there there are definitely guys who have been around that are going to be part of the staff so it, it all gets back to one thing for me we have absolutely no idea it's like a number one draft pick Re- remember that draft all those years ago if if i remember right it, w- it was peyton manning and ryan leaf mm-hmm. yeah how'd that turn out Nah, good for one, not so good for another. Yeah, really. Yeah. Let, 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 yeah, let, let me say this when it, when it comes to the whole offensive coordinator, you know, whether or not they call plays thing. To me, I think that's massively overrated. I'm not concerned whether or not Kevin O'Connell called any plays outside of playing Madden on PlayStation. Not concerned at all. What I want to know is how is the offense going to be designed? How is it going to look like? How are you going to use the pieces? Because Mike Zimmer was defiant at the end of his tenure when everybody's asking, you know, what about Justin Jefferson? 
He didn't give two you-know-whats about Justin Jefferson and the numbers. And I'm not saying that Kevin O'Connell is a numbers guy, but look at how that offense was constructed, that very last offensive drive that the Rams went down and scored that touchdown. You didn't have Odell Beckham. Your running game wasn't giving you anything. You went to Cooper. Yeah, you went to Cooper Cup. Imagine Justin Jefferson in the Cooper Cup role. Are you kidding me? Well, like, and, 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 and I mean, he. Just, I sent out a tweet during the game, and and you you can look it up if you want to along those lines. They have a Cooper Cup like talent. Now, I don't want to put that because he had a, a season for the ages. I mean, yeah. he had a Jerry Rice type yeah. season this year, and he but, that, that tells me he knows how to design an offense with the players in mind. I think that's something that Mike Zimmer and and the Kubiaks could not do. They can design an offense that is tailor made for a guy like Justin Jefferson, a guy like like Adam Thielen, a guy like Dalvin Cook. I feel like whether or not he's called plays, he knows what he wants to achieve with the offense, and that's good enough for me. Yeah, and I I, I think you know the old Randy Ray's show going in the way back machine about uh, Randy Moss and his utilization. I I think there were times when for whatever reason. They, they got away from a premier talent, Justin Jefferson. I, I don't know how you don't build an offense around that. Now, I know teams can do things to take them away, but don't you think in the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals said, we got to try and find a way to slow down Cooper Cup. They didn't. They couldn't. And no. to me, that, that, that was very interesting, especially when – Odell Beckham Jr. went down with the injury, then it was pretty clear. You you slow down Cup, you have a chance to win the game, and they couldn't, they couldn't do, do it, it with the yeah. game on the line. You're, you're, get, you're getting the ball to your best player. It's a hell of a concept if it works. We have not seen that concept in Minnesota. Get the ball to your best player. Go to run the ball some more. You ran it 25 friggin' times. You got like 26 yards. Time to get the ball to your best player. Sorry, yeah. now I'm done. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Now, we, we've talked a lot about Kirk Cousins. Uh, we've talked about that huge decision looming for the new general manager and the new head coach. And uh, the new head coach did address it today. Well, I know he's under contract, and I'm excited to coach him. Um, we've already started thinking about how we're going to build those systems for him um, and our other quarterbacks and really our, uh, you know, the tremendous skill group we have, our our guys up front. Um, It takes all 11 to move the football on offense, to run it, to throw it, uh, to score points in the red zone. Um, But, but, uh, you know, I'm anticipating Kirk being a part of what we do. I I, I like that. He is under contract and I anticipate he'll be a part of it. That's what stood out. And I anticipate going to bed tonight and getting up in the morning, but we know that's not a guarantee. And the sun rises in the east. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's what I anticipate. And the first thing I do is grab a Diet Coke. (laughs) And on that note, 14 minutes now in front of 8 (laughs) o'clock. Time to break. We're running heavy. (laughs) Your news talk, 830-WCCO. Not the best news on the Major League Baseball front. As a matter of fact, uh, players and owners didn't get anything accomplished. Uh, we're going to get into that in more detail tomorrow night. I'm sitting in for Maxie here on Sports to the Max. Uh, Golden Gold for men's hoops. They played a matinee, a Thursday matinee at Penn State today and got thumped 67-46. to 46. And knew it was going to be tough. 
I think the non-conference season exceeded all expectations. I think Ben Johnson and staff worked miracles uh, with this group. And give the kids credit. There's there's no doubt. But but now the reality of the Big Ten grind is coming into clearer focus. That it's just night in and night out. Uh, you got Jamison Battle playing 37 minutes. Luke Lowe, 35 minutes. E.J. Stevens, 34 minutes. Peyton Willis, 28. Eric Curry, 21. Sean Sutherland, 21. You're not getting a ton of other minutes from guys. And then beyond that, you're struggling to get bench scoring and consistent scoring and then ultimately go on the road in the Big Ten. And and Penn State isn't a Big Ten title contender. Uh they're, they're, they're not going on a run in the NCAA tournament. I, I just think it's one of those where reality is settled in and you're just trying to get to the end of the season. Now, I know they're going to go out. They're going to compete. Uh, they, they just don't, in reality, have the talent. And, and that's not a knock on those kids that are working hard in practice and doing everything they can. It's just going to take some time. Because Richard Patino, first and foremost, was a mistake. Richard Patino, they hired a name, which was a terrible mistake. Uh, had nothing to do with his father, Rick Patino. Uh, had a very thin resume and didn't get it done here. And it, it just got to the point where uh, they weren't coaching him up. Um, he, he was missing on in-state recruits that wanted to play here. See McKinley Wright, the fourth. Glaring headline there. And and now you got uh, Ben Johnson trying to get this thing turned around. Now, at the barn, they get Northwestern on Saturday, uh, 3 o'clock start, an opportunity. They, they get Wisconsin at the barn next Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Uh, they have another one with Indiana. Then they're on the road at Maryland and at Northwestern, then on to the Big Ten tournament, and then uh, the end of the season. I believe he'll recruit. I think he's got a good staff. I think they've got some good recruits coming in, and I am still optimistic about the program, even though today uh, was ugly. As a matter of fact, at Ohio State on Tuesday, lose 70-45 to and then go into Penn State today in a matinee and get beat 67 to 46 that isn't good that is not good at all and you know chris this was to be expected and that's why the non-conference portion the win early on the road at michigan it was kind of like wow this is just for me it was a bonus because i knew it was going to be a long year and even if they won you know three four games all year i would have been okay you know He's starting over. Uh, this thing had bottomed out. They had to get rid of Richard Patino and move on. Yeah. And and now he's going to build it, and I, I, I think he's going to get it done. Yeah, and I think it's not unlike what people want to see with the Vikings, where you knew that Richard Patino, there's so much prep talent in this state. It is unbelievable how much talent is leaving the state because Richard Patino either didn't want to or couldn't cultivate a relationship with coaches to keep the recruits 
inside state borders. Ben Johnson is going to fill up that cupboard, but it's going to take him a few years to get his guys in here. The the non-conference was great because the Gophers really exceeded expectations. And you're right. They've been struggling. It's not to be unexpected. I think it's frustrating for fans because I think, you know, I think they had a little bit of fool's gold, honestly, with the way that the Gophers were playing earlier. I still think Gopher fans that this thing is definitely, you got the right guy there. There's no question yeah. that you got the right guy there. And you just, you got to see with it. But yeah, the win over Michigan was fantastic. They had some nice wins at the beginning of the year, but you know, you, you knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And you'll have to prove it. Uh, the honeymoon doesn't last forever, but I'm on board. But uh, it'll be a slog to the finish line uh, for sure because they, they they just don't have enough depth of talent. we got to run. We have all the news. We'll talk uh, gambling, sports gambling, following the news. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.